So are you going to put some music at the beginning of it? Oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. Well, just put something on now. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Like now? Yeah. Oh, okay. You got something? Yeah, I do. You ready? Okay. You still live in the darkness. Yes. Who's this? Is this pink? No, Kesha. Colors are everything. Oh, in my hair, do. You're a great singer. Got back the stars I've got all the moves. Too. Mm. Okay, you ready? No, 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 ready. Oh, oh, wait, this is the best bit now. Ready? Oh, come on. Hurry up. Ready? We're losing people. No, no, here we go. Oh, come on, Kesha. No, no, it's good. Here we go. Ready? I'm in charge of music from now on. And hello, welcome to the Hot Flush. <laughs> you have joined Mrs. Boog and Mrs. What's Your Name. Yes. What's your name? Hello. Uh, I would be Mrs. Berry. And uh, yeah, this is the Hot Flush. We're actually a little behind schedule because last weekend you were only returning from your uh, returning. sojourn from Southeast Asia. Yes. Oh, that uh, sounds so much fancier than Phuket. <laughs> And I was. Oh, have you got lipstick um, on your teeth? Oh, do I? Because I can see it through that. Oh, Jesus. Through the podcast. And I was uh, through the podcast. Mm. And I was, uh, I was entertaining last weekend. I know. So everybody was so distraught. I know. Well, it, we've just been. It's been a barrage of questions all week, hasn't it? Where have you been? Where have you been? Where's episode seven? Episode seven. Hmm. The magical number. Episode seven. <laughs> What's what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about? We have so many post-it notes on the uh, on Big the Bertha. Cow, on Big Bertha. Okay, well, let's just start with what happened in my backyard. I just yeah, sold... like two, like literally two minutes ago. <laughs> I just sold the kids um, spring for a trampoline. Merry Christmas, kids! <laughs> <laughs> Mister Wig has fucked his back. Yes, and he fucked his back. Like really fucked his like, back. He fucked it a few weeks ago, but then he moved the spring free trampoline when he was mowing the lawn, and that's what I think stunned him in. So he was like, "I'm sick of moving that bloody huge thing." No one jumps on it, so I've just pocketed a little bit of extra cash, which I've already spent. Nice, yeah. So no nice. more spring free trampoline. Yeah, we've yeah. got. We yeah. do have a spring free, and I despise it because it takes up so much of our very small backyard and you have to drag it and move it for mowing mm-hmm. um but the boys use it a lot mm. even though they're much older now like they're actually still using it so yeah but um i'm impressed that you sold it because those things are a bastard to put together and i can't even imagine what they are to pull apart so well, all the power to the guy that just you know they just swanned on in yeah did you see his kid he could jump yeah i did uh, no, but apparently there's heaps of services now that you can employ to take them down and move them and put them back up. You don't have to do it yourself. Okay. Not sponsored by Spring Free. Not sponsored. Uh, speaking of putting down and putting up and not you know doing it yourself, uh, can we just touch briefly on the fact that my entire house is now currently on my back veranda and outside, which is convenient considering uh, Sydney had no rain for 71 days and it's now rained every day since my things have had to live on the back veranda. Why are your things on the back veranda, Kim? So for those that don't know, I live with my beautiful mum who is a remarkable human. She lives upstairs. And she lives upstairs and we live downstairs. And she decided that downstairs needed to be painted, which was actually true. Um, and there's never a good time for these events. Oh. Uh, but, you know, basically a week... Uh, Five days after your son finishes the HSC and pretty much a couple of months from hell, that's not ideal. So anyway, my entire house is either in my bedroom 
or on the back veranda and down the side path uh, while the house is being painted. What colour? Just white. I, I did not have the emotional bandwidth to actually go colour. Like, I yeah. really would have loved a sort of... Um, so, Baby Baby Matt's mum has a gorgeous blue, blue wall, wall. Yeah. and I would have loved that, but I just didn't have the time or the energy to find that blue and do that blue. You know what? I, I have a hard enough trouble trying to decide what colour to paint my nails. Yeah. I had a green wall, and I loved that green wall, and I'm so I'm totally okay with just having white. Um but I want to get a little cabinet, a little thing to put the telly on rather than this big Ikea thing that it's been on. And I was just going to get something from Ikea because, I don't know. But I then I, But you hate Ikea. My household is a, is a shrine to Ikea. I'm like, my house is like a university, you know, dorm room. <laughs> and so I was just sort of like, you know, yeah, I'll just get some cute little sort of cabinet, like maybe a pop of colour, like a blue, like they do like a little blue cabinet that's sort of like a locker, like it's in that sort of locker yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. Um, but then I saw your blue cabinet and now I want to do something a bit more grown up and it also wouldn't involve me having to build it. No, no. Well, I got my um, from a secondhand shop. Yeah. I love going to secondhand furniture shops. You, and I love... you have the most incredible eye. and Thank you, Kim. Yeah. And, and um, serendipitous sort of nature of walking into these places and finding something. I love it. I walk in there and all I can see is, you know, a, a, a bag made out of recycled plastic bags and a, you know, moth-eaten curtain rod. <laughs> Like, and meanwhile, you come out with a king furniture sofa, and I'm just like, "What's going on? What am I? What, what, is, what am I doing wrong?" I love my couch. Mine was six hundred bucks um, from Gumtree, and it's the best. See, I want to do that, but I just there's something about just I just I am not good at it. Like I don't have I just don't have the eye or the ability to look and see. But um, there's something about someone else. Someone's been on that lounge. Like maybe they were fucking on it. <laughs> what if you run one of those lights over it and there's spunk oh, no. all over it or something? That's gross, Kim. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Yeah, you never. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it my mission to find you a little blue cabinet. Okay. Okay. Can you find it in the next couple of days? Sure. No worries. Okay. Um. So can we go back to the fucked back? Oh yeah. Um. What was the advice that you just gave, Mister Woog, who's lying in bed? Writhing around in agony. Uh, okay, in no particular in no particular order. Because uh, she's ho- been here. Because I've been there. Um, for those that don't know, in 2013, I um, inflamed an already bulging disc in my lower back doing kettlebells at CrossFit, and then a absolute psychopath who claimed to be a chiropractor then herniated that disc. Um. And I was in hospital. I had three surgeries because after the initial surgery, I then got a staph infection. So it was a good, it was a good time. Good time. January, February, 2013. Never forget. Uh, so in no particular order, I just told Mr. Woogs, oh my God, she just found a cabinet for me. What the fuck? Like, she's just found it. Where is it? Alexandria. Oh my. For $500. Look how beautiful it is. It's good. It's a bit tall. The telly well, will be bigger than mine. That's the first one, but it's really not. I, like, I just like it as yeah. a cabinet. Yeah. A lot. Beautiful. Yeah. How would you go and spend that much money? Look at that. just would. Okay, can you just, I don't know, bookmark it or send it to me or something? What do you want? Are you on Gumtree? Gumtree. Oh, for God's sake. I need to, I really need to get on board. Actually, I think I just need to, she's like my mentor. Okay. Uh, so, I told Mr. Woog. That's quite cute too, isn't it? 
This is great. This makes great, uh, great audio. <laughs> Look at that for storage. Yeah, I know. Even in one of the boys' rooms. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Look, and then you can get someone to pick it up and deliver it for you. <sighs> anyway, keep going. Uh, so in no particular order, I told Mr. Woogs, one, go to the hospital. Uh, two, pain relief and pain relief often. Uh, and three, you have to stay hydrated. Back back um, problems are really exacerbated by not by being dehydrated. So, yeah, they're, they're my, they were my three advisory points. But basically... Mrs. Woog and I are taking it. Um, I'm going to take him to the hospital. Yeah, she's going to take him to the hospital after we do this. Now I'm going to ring an ambulance. Yes, yes, ring an ambulance. Don't be trying to get him in a car. Oh, like, God. he can't sit. I know, it's quite serious. It's quite serious. Yeah, good times. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's, but, you know, apart from me whinging and making me sound incredibly ungrateful that, you know, the house I live in, thanks to my mother's generosity, that she's now painting for me. Um, one of, the good thing about this is, of course, forced cleanouts. Oh, I did now, my I, am, I did my um my wardrobe. Yeah, and you were so clever because I said to Kim, I said Kimmy, <laughs> I said I've got so many clothes here that you can go through, and she goes, No, I'm taking things out of my house and not adding to them. And I said, Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. You go, girlfriend. Yeah. So I actually started a couple of months ago, and actually I've done a fair bit of it this year, but. But you do stuff, and you can clear out a whole lot. But mm. then once you're forced to like, okay, this stuff all has to go outside, or you know, you suddenly go, why? Like, why do I have this? Mm. Like, what? What is this? What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And so, um, well, you know how I feel about stuff. I'm yes. a minimalist, and yes. I don't have very much stuff. And all the stuff that I have, I love. Yeah. 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 So that has, if we're looking for the silver lining, the silver lining has been just really like it does actually feel like fresh start mm. like white as white walls you know empty spaces on the export shelving four boys what a great decision you made i know don't worry i've already said to them i've already barked probably about four times why do they walk down the hallway just like why? That? why do you have to touch the wall i know and it's just near harry's bed it's like like he puts his feet up on the, it's I, disgusting it's foul so, yeah, good on you with your white walls. Yeah, I know. Would you call this white? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a... It's a it's hogwash quarter strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could that not be more appropriate? Because <laughs> it's a house full of pigs. Hogwash quarter strength. <laughs> well, now I, want, now I wish I'd actually asked you. Oh, actually, Alan was a bit dodgy along that oh, bit. Yeah. Look there. No, he's dodgy ass. Look at that. Hey. Oh my god! It, Mum would have had absolute conniptions, because I, because, um, because Woogs has a house painter who is a gun. Like he just Alan. Alan. He like painted this place in I don't know like three hours. Well, you can tell. <laughs> and suddenly I'm looking, going, mm, maybe I made the right decision to pay. You know the Murphy Brown Eld. Okay. Does anyone else know the Eldon reference that I keep using for Murphy Brown? No. So I adored that show, like because I wanted to be a general. I wanted to be Murphy Brown, and she and was you were to a certain. <clears throat> testing, testing, one, two, three, five thousand. Okay, can we both agree that there is an orange screen and the numbers are moving? We can agree because we've just managed to cock up the last part of this podcast. I think things this wouldn't s- happen at Mamma Mia. No, I, I reckon they'd be in a booth with like headphones they've got and producers, and, and they've got um, you know proper notes. Yeah, and 
they don't have people coming in to buy trampolines. Trampolines. Or dogs or... Uh, what are you having there, Kim? You made me a little uh, sack. A little sack. I saw some um, pita breads on her bench and, you know, with my dedication to all forms of carbohydrate, <clears throat> I went, oh, I can have a bit of that. She says, yeah, and here, have a bit of this and a bit of that. And I think I've got a bit of labne and a... Kibbe. And a kibbe. Because we are so like now, our Lebanese in our family, we like well, Lebanese. When I had when I entertained last weekend, I made my own. I made my own hummus. I made my own baba ganoush. Say it proper. Hummus. 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 Baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. And daramatadata. <laughs> and then I made some tzatziki. I've got a friend who's Greek, and her name's Cracker, and I love going out to dinner. Cracker. Cracker. Um, she's a bit of a cracker. Um, <laughs> we've known her since I was a, a wee tacker, because her parents own like really cracker. No, her name's Annette Carantoni. Oh, okay. But we call her Cracker. Mm. Anyway, um, and when I go to Greek restaurants with her, I make her order in the Greek accent. <laughs> she does a some hummus, some taramo salada, some domades. Oh, God, I love a domade. I love everything. Um, now, do you know, oh, I was going to tell you something about that story. Say it again. Taramo salada. <laughs> Greek food. The Greek food. Oh, it was, going to, it was going to be so great. Yeah. And now it's gone out of my head. Well, this is great. This is going really well. Um, are you listening, anyone? Anyone? <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Is anyone home? Uh, yeah, I was going to tell you something really good about that, and it's just fallen out of my head. Can I tell you what? Uh, I oh, no. You know, um, so you know Trump's advisor this week, George Papadopoulos, yep. who got done? Yeah. I went to school with the George Papadopoulos, mm. and he did a poo in his pants in assembly one morning and it, he went to, we went to the school where your boys go to school in yeah. the, in that hall yeah and he was sitting there and i was filing in in the next line to then sit down in front of him and i sort of just was looking and i just sort of looked and i looked at I was, you dropped and, george, and george sort of just looked at me and had this look of like absolute sheer panic oh. in his face as this massive turd just rolled out the leg of his shorts was he not wearing underpants Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That just had a force behind it. I don't know. I Maybe the, not. The ghost of George's turd still haunts that hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So George Papadopoulos, it's uh, something to do with that name. George Papadopoulos, full of shit. Um, <laughs> but can I tell you, I had a win against the machine this week. The powers that is the jury duty, the sheriff, oh. Oh. had me in his sights. What? For three times now, in six months, I have been called up to do jury duty. Now, really, despite having twice gone to my GP and said, you know, I can't do jury duty because A, I'm a blabbermouth, B, my anxiety will just go off the charts if it's something really unpleasant and yeah. then I'll have to live with that and have post-traumatic stress disorder. And C, yeah. I'm a drama queen. Yeah. Um, so she wrote a lovely letter saying, due to my generalised anxiety disorder, I was unfit to stand mm -hmm. for jury duty. So yeah. I said that off once got called again, sent off the second letter, got called again, and this time I just didn't turn up because uh -huh. I said, I emailed them and I said, you need to go back and look at your records mm -hmm. and you'll find that I have been excused from jury duty forever. Anyway, so then I got this fine in the mail. How much is it for? Um, $1,100. Mm -hmm. What? 
My kiddo almost came back up. <laughs> My blouse. Our records show you did not attend your East Julia. Summoned on the 10th of the 10th, 2010 at Downing Centre Court, Liverpool Street, Sydney. Under the Jury Duty Act, you wow. must explain why you did not attend or pay the $1,100 fine or have the matter dealt with by court. I have a lot of time on my hands, Kim. You know, a lot I, of time. I was ready. You're kicking around that backyard looking for things to, to do. do. I was ready to fight. I was going to go. I was David Birth Goliath. <laughs> so I just wrote another little email and said, I am not paying this fine because, according to my records, you should have your records updated. Blah, 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 blah. And then they emailed me and said that I've been excused and I didn't have to pay the fine. Victory! Wow. What's the, what's the what's the line? Doing it for the man or kicking it for the man or something. Um, what's that? Sticking it to the man. Well, that's sticking it to the man. Are we sticking it to the man? I stuck it to the man, man. Huh. Ironically, though, my friend Caro Webster was called to the same jury duty. And she went, but she didn't get picked. Isn't that bizarre? Out of all the people in all the land. Yeah, that is quite... One of my very good friends said that she got jury duty, and so I cross-referenced down to case numbers and found that we were, we were to be on the same case. I could... There is no... See, I would so love to do jury duty that there is no way they would ever pick me because I would just be like, oh, and guess what happened in the case today? I'd like, and then go, I'd like tweet it, and that would... <laughs> Take me off. And they go, you realise you could go to prison? I go, I know, but it was just so salacious. I know. Except I wouldn't get it. I would wear my nasty woman t-shirt, walk in there and go, (laughs) (laughs) One of my most favourite scenes out of 30 Rock is when um, Tina Fey gets dressed up as as, um, Princess uh, Leia. Like every time she gets called for jury duty, she just puts on the outfit and goes and sits and like, you know, (laughs) very good. The jury duty was a six week trial. Six weeks, so it would have been something good. That's just not parking fines. That's, that's not parking fines. That's mm. bad. That's like murder. Well, mm, yeah, well, yeah. Or, but I mm. couldn't sit through like a pedophile. No, case. so that's no. I like, no, 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 no. I couldn't do it. Well, and because you get shown all the evidence and mm. all like, and I just cried. Well, there was that horrific case that was going on this week. I'm not even going to talk about it, but it was, I saw it in the Herald. I didn't even click on it, but it was basically about parents, you know. Allowing terrible things to happen oh. to kids, and so and timing wise, it may well have actually been, you know. So I think you've, uh, you know, it's not even that you've dodged a bullet; you had a legitimate and then, reason. I've discussed this before on my social media outlets, and then it gets so many people going, "You don't understand; it's your civil duty." No, you don't understand that I couldn't cope with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's my civil duty, and I should be ashamed of myself. Your duty, first and foremost, is, is to, to your family and, your, hey, and yourself. Me, yeah. I'm first. If you're not looked, at, if you're not well, then mm. your family is not well. No, and I did. I talked about this yesterday. My weekly wine is that we have to fill up our own cups first. That is correct. Mm. We have to fill up our put own your own cups. oxygen mask on oh, before, before that of your children. Others. Hey, um, can we before we just you know start talking in you know inspirational quotes? Can we talk a little bit further on from that notion about, you know, sticking it to the man? Customer relations with service bodies and organisations that you deal with. I hear you've had a lovely experience this week with a bank. I have had a remarkable experience with my bank this week, which is at the polar opposite to the experience I had with my telecommunications provider for the previous month. And if there's nothing else we like to whinge about, it's telecommunications. Tele- I even wrote to the telecommunications industry ombudsman. ombudsman. What does an mean? Uh, <clears throat> once you involve an ombudsman. Say it again. Com- ombudsman. 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 Uh, once they're actually involved, companies go, oh, fuck. 
because they now are legally required to respond and resolve and, you know. <clears throat> so, last week... Is there a mummy burger Obenson? <laughs> I'm sure I've been complained about. <laughs> uh, so, last week, last Thursday, I looked at my... I actually looked at my bank account on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, like, just on, you know, and just went, this the balance. I went, well, that's weird, like... You know, because my bank balance is not massive. And so when there is a noticeable change, I go, "Mm, that's odd. Um, But, you know, busy. And then two days later, I actually looked at it online and saw these two two withdrawals for, you know, hundreds of dollars to a ticket company. And I went, what the fuck? Yeah. And so I rang Westpac, which is my bank, hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag my bank too. Hashtag I have to declare that they are a client of mine. Oh, okay. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, hashtag I did not know that. Um, And hashtag, like, this is just completely unadulterated me just going, I rang them on Thursday. They were great. Um, But they said because, uh, they thought because it had gone to legitimate agencies that it was a dispute situation, not a fraud situation. Okay, does this story get better? Yeah, it does. Friday... Three more transactions went out. Four more transactions went out. And so my, my account was cleared out. Jesus. Um, by which point, yes, fraud. Westpac were amazing. Like, amazing. So I rang them event, and then they... So then it, Monday, yes, it became fraud. And then uh, Wednesday, I rang them because, you know, I had no money. Mm. And, um, yeah, and anyway, she I sort of thought, she says, no, this is no good. Like, you can't. You, you can't not have you talking money. About there was a reasonable person that was willing to assist yeah. you in your and I spoke And I spoke to about four or five different people within that fraud unit. Every single one of them was compassionate, responsive, engaged. Like, it was... Uh, like, I have not had that sort of service. They had you back. I, I've not had that sort of service interaction with a company uh, ever. Oh, good on you, Westpac. So Westpac were great. And then, get this, even on Thursday morning, she rang me at home, like on my, on my mobile, she rang me at 20 to 8, apologised for how early it was, but she just wanted to check that those the funds had gone in overnight, that she that I knew that the money was there, and, and was I okay? What a lovely... Do you remember her name? That was Maxine. Maxine. <clears throat> well, I know you're probably listening, Maxine, <laughs> on Westpac. Thank you and, uh, and for so, helping my friend. And then, so I've done everything I can. Like, I told her, I filled in the whole, you know, they send you the survey afterwards, how are our staff, and, you know, I've done that. I'm seriously at the point where I'm going to turn into my, you know, father and write a letter to the CEO saying, you need to know that yeah, you have got, I think you you have got good people in there. Because you have, you've got all the time in the world as well. <laughs> all the time. And this is, of course, in comparison to Optus, who screwed me around for four weeks and finally resolved it. But basically, they sent you I, hot. Well, I, th- yes. Okay. The, there was, was a silver lining. To there this was story. a silver lining because the ultimate resolution involved a young, rather good-looking creature um, who did fix it. And you sent me a photo. Because <laughs> <laughs> you dared me to. Jeez, which of course you know. Can you like, imagine if that was two men and a woman talking yeah, about this on the yeah. and which then segues us into just a moment I want to have with the whole um, sexual assault, rape, uh, general some of your behaviours of the out public outing of predators. Of, yes, of predators of Weinstein and and then this week Kevin Spacey. And I and also then something else came out about Dustin Hoffman, I think. I know. 
seriously, it's going to reach a point where, like, I can't watch any Johnny Depp movies because he's a he's a wife basher. I can't watch anything that's come out of Weinstein's studio because he's a rapist. He's a rapist, and all of the complicit actions of those within that organisation. Now I can't watch anything with Spacey in it. Now we're ruling out Dustin Hoffman. Like Jesus, just what is it with guys? Just keep your dick in your pants and your hands to yourself. But the interesting thing is. Um, and I know our friend Tracy Spicer is working on an investigation at the moment to out some, and we know, you and I know, because of our connections, yes, yes. that there is quite a few well-known radio talkback hosts who Ooh. are Ooh. Oh, and, and think about, but think about the same thing within oh, just industries where there there is a component of vulnerability and and back rubbing and 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 favors and stuff to actually progress within a career within a job oh it's gross but the reason i'm raising this again because it's not nice it's not going away it's not going away i saw a really interesting um someone had screenshotted something and put on instagram yesterday and basically the the comment was one man who happens to be gay comes out and says kevin spacey assaulted me or sexually harassed me. Yep. Kevin Spacey, within a day, within 24 hours, he's, he's, the, the series he's involved in is gone, he has been fired, and he's off having his therapy. But Weinstein, how many women? Like, are we into the hundreds now? Oh, yeah, it would be. Uh, Trump, are we into the, oh. d- like, we're more than 10, aren't we? Well, what was interesting, I read... I don't understand. One guy steps up and says something, and suddenly there's action. For, for women, how many do we need to go, this guy did this to me... Oh, and we only pay attention once there's 20 of them, 50 yeah, of ridiculous. them. Ridiculous. And, and then, and even then, oh my God, I'm getting shrill and I'm monologuing. <laughs> um, but even then, it's the women, it's the victims Are you that have itch to. Your neck? Yes, my neck's itching, I'm twitching. But even then, it's the women that have to bloodlet and, and the victims who have to, you know, stand up and go, this happened to me. You know, and it's like, how many women have to go through that traumatic process? Well, I'm just before reading, anything's happens. I'm just reading now, and every time you do open the news, I don't know how I wasn't raped. The Good Wife star Juliana Magales claims bathroom bathrobe wearing Harvey Weinstein tried to lure into his hotel suite, and gun toting Steven Seagal tried to massage her until she fled screaming. <coughs> oh God! So this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, it's just the tip of the iceberg, and it's just and I just uh, you know I just think it's very brave for these women to have lived with that for so long and now feeling the courage that they can come out and tell their stories. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's going to change, though? I think it has to. Mm. I think that these men have to be accountable to their to their actions. Yeah. Okay. Let's change of pace now. Mm. Change of pace. Went shopping yesterday. And... How was that for you? Oh, it's not my favourite. I used to... Um, oh, hang on. Do we, are you going to answer or do you want me to pause? Hello. Sorry, that was just Peter about the trampoline. Oh, yes, Peter um, about the trampoline. So, so you went shopping. Went Did it involve swimsuits or jeans? No. Oh, good. Because I've now thinned out my wardrobe to a point where I'm not aimlessly shopping for just walking in and going, that's nice, let's buy another grey jumper. Yes. Because I know that but I you have, have a grey jumper. jumper and there's two in the in the uh, Vinnie's bin because I don't need three identical grey v-neck jumpers. I actually don't need any grey neck jumpers because I'm not actually at school anymore. <laughs> oh, 
Um, and I'm sick of buying black. My whole cupboard's black, so I have new rules. Yes. Um, buy it if you love it. Um, no black. Absolutely no black. Wow. Am I wearing... Oh. Yeah, you're all in black. I'm all in black today. Um, but none of... This is all old. So, um, I needed a chambray sleeveless shirt with yes. a button down and a collar. So I Googled it and I found a couple. There was one in Country Road. There was one at Trenary. And they were like $150. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just thinking... Do you know what? That's a lot of money for yeah. not much fabric. Fabric. Yeah. And it's all made in the same factory. Yeah, yeah by the same 11-year-old Bangladeshi kit. As the $15 one that I bought from Kmart. Hmm. I know. Yeah. It's just... It's just expensive. I bought two yeah. bottles of water yesterday. It was $7. Yeah. Why am I buying water? Uh, what an idiot. Someone, is made, someone was talking about this the other day, too. Mm. That we actually... Like, bottled water is actually worth more than, like, than the actual price of gold or something, like per weight or something. It's more expensive than wine. So, well, this is quite funny you mentioned this because I picked up two shirts in a sale, online sale this week from a company that I just adore. Please name them. Elk. Elk. They do beautiful leather goods, beautiful, lovely. And last year I bought two dresses from them. Um, Did you flog them? Yeah, I I still flog them. Yeah, and they're just beautifully made, but got them on sale. And so they were like, you know, really reasonable. So I picked up a chambre shirt, Mm -hmm. which I just sort of went, I don't know why. I sort of wanted it. I saw it. I I went, I really like the cut how they've done that and i think you know what it is when you get to 40 mid 40s you can wear a chambray shirt it's it's like the calling of the wild (laughs) i get around like i get around my little suburb of linfield in my nasty woman shirt but there's something telling me to wear a chambray shirt with white pants tan shoes and get myself a blonde bob for god's sake (laughs) instead i have a man's haircut i look like a lesbian (laughs) and but there's something, something about middle age that's calling well, me I to my people. There was a cut. This, the way it was cut. Anyway, it cost me. I think it cost me forty bucks from Elk. Like, yeah, that's, I think like, that's good value. And so, and this, and I was thinking about it. In the we, car are on the way. we are getting shrill. We are getting shrill. Lower, lower Let's the voice. Calm it down. Lower the voice. Uh, so what I realised, I was thinking about this in the car on the way over, is that now I don't. I actually just buy for a specific thing. Mm-hmm. So I needed some tops to wear to work. Mm-hmm. Um, the chambray and I needed I wanted a shirt a casual shirt that was not a t-shirt and and they got, so I got a beautiful navy sort of but nice tee to wear to work and I got my chambray but I don't work in a fancy workplace I can pretty much wear whatever I want that's nice mm. I do like that I do, I like did, that. I, did you hear on Metzler's Barber this week I did god I love like I cannot I cannot love her enough. Even Rob loves her. Like I make him. Do you him believe? Watch her. Like I was standing there and I was at its film premiere, which I never go to. But yeah. it was for Bad Mums too. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to that. <laughs> anyway, and she's standing there, and I was like, I need to go. Yes. I need to go and say hello because yes. that must happen to her all the time. Yep. But this might be the last chance I ever get to say hello to someone who I adore. Yep. So I walked up to her and I said, how's your hot husband? Because you know how she takes yeah, her yeah. husband. And she goes, oh, he's at home. And then it was just like, bang, like we've known each other forever. And she said, what do you do? I said, I'm a writer and write a blog on Wigsworth. And she goes, oh, I've heard of you. And then I fainted. Yeah. She just claps in a little puddle. I did. Oh, <laughs> I love you. I love you. Can we have a selfie? But don't you think, like, this is true, right? Sure. I put, I put her, Chrissy Swan. Yep. Uh, 
you, me, probably, uh, and others that just... Michelle Laurie. Wendy. Michelle Wendy. Laurie. I put us all in the same... Where we would just get together and it would it would be like like clucking hens, mm. just boozing it. <laughs> yeah. She's just she just strikes me as really good people. Yeah, there is a there is a sect of women out there in the media who are just doing it their own way, yeah. and she's just doing her own way. And I yeah. love her. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so yeah, so I I totally get what you're talking about. But meanwhile, I have I used to have such um, when I was younger and and perhaps more aspirational. I really wanted to be able to buy the expensive stuff like i really wanted to wear country road and i really wanted to have the boys fitted out in seed and pumpkin patch and you know and all that doesn't make you happier and you know never could never do it and now i just wouldn't i just could never bring myself to spend that sort of money no like i look at stuff and i go that's a pair of shorts and you want me to spend how much on them yeah and the thing is and i'm not belittling those people that do spend that sort of money no no i would rather spend that money on something else yes Exactly, because uh, exactly, it's like people who look at me in the kitchen just going, "Why the fuck are you still cooking?" You know, it's just yeah. horses for courses. Yeah. But I do love that. You know, I went into Target yesterday and basically, you know, and brought like four pairs of shorts for Felix. Yeah. You know, with probably there might have been a bit of change from a hundred bucks. Mm. And he's just like, "Oh, that's great." Mm. I'm like, good, right? Because he had one pair that had a rip in them, and I'm like. Dude, they're, they're, these are the only shorts I own. I I'm know. Like, oh my god! I've got a teenage son, and I was actually. I bought them, and I just Put was your like, hand off my oh, leg. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, stop no. touching me! <laughs> and um, I did actually go home, and I thought, if these don't fit, then he's basically Andre the Giant, and I need to start making his clothes out of curtains. Yes, a la von trap, a la von traps. Is the von berries <laughs> high on a hill? Lonely goat, lonely, lonely, lonely. I'm going to take a break because I need to have a slash. Have we been recording this time? We have. Look, the numbers are moving. The little oh, dialy things are moving. Such a treat. Oh, okay. That, that, that ten minutes, like God knows what was in that. I can't even remember what we talked about. Neither but can it's I. Gone now. Neither can gone. I. So this is Wigan Berry. No, it's not. No. It's a hot flush. <laughs> oh, look, I touched you again. Touch me again. Stop it. <laughs> okay, we've got we've got some lovely things to cover off next. Oh, we're talking about land life, landmark life moments, cooking triumphs, music, books, and getting shit done. We're going to have a look at Michelle Laurie's new book. So stay with us after the break. Okay. Okay, it's recording. Can everyone just check? That's recording. It's recording, isn't it? It's recording, and That's we've recording. got one person. One person. We are that. doing no pressure. We are doing what is. <laughs> Okay. First in podcast history. Oh, first ever in podcast history. That is this we some are. sort of meta thing, like you know, like know. like you we know, podcasting with the podcast is what we're doing. So, if you're a member of our Hot Flush community group, we are going live for this segment yes. um, because people wanted us to do a live podcast, mm. um, and this is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Because this is as technologically minded as we are to work out what that would actually be or would look like. Gosh, this lighting is not flat. I know it's not too good, is it? It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit flary. A bit, you know, it's a bit. Oh, oh, well, that's mood lighting, isn't it? Hmm. Mm. Get your hands off me. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to be talking about a few things. Um, <clears throat> we've got one person watching. Hopefully, more than one person listening. This is the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the Maybe you should do. Portal. Maybe you should do like a shout out on 
something like Insta or Twitter or something to say that, you know, go and check out the hot flush. No, I think it's experimental at the moment. And we, <laughs> should just, we should just stick with our, with I, our plan. Okay. Um, landmark life moments. I think if you listened to last week, Denise Whalen is watching. Thank Denise. you, Denise. Um, landmark, I think getting out of my jury duty was yes something that I could consider to be a landmark life uh, moment. Finishing your HSC. Felix finished last Wednesday. That's done huge. and dusted. Has he got a job yet? Uh, no, but of his own volition, he has been out. He's been over at Warriorwood Square, approaching, like, handing out his CV. What is on his CV? Not much. Born. <laughs> My name's Felix. Born. That's where I live. Uh, um. That's how old I am. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then some nice things that his mum wrote about him. <laughs> Nicole Perry, Jenny Maxwell is watching. Um, but do you know what? Like, it's you. Do you remember that? Like that feeling at your last HSC exam, and just that, like, oh, so good. It's all done. And like, I picked him up from his last exam, and he's driving along, and he saw people in school uniforms, and he was just like, "Suckers!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." And the group of them, they were going out to a party last night, and a couple of them came to mind first. So I got to feed them, <laughs> and. Uh, which I'm sure looked beautiful when they all spewed it back up in the gutter later. Um, and uh, and I didn't put carrots in it, but it did have capsicum in it, so, you know. Oh. Uh, but, you know, just seeing them and just seeing them at that point in their life, like it's like oxygen to you, you mm. know. You just sort of – if, so if it wasn't summer. creepy, you'd just want to go and rub against them and just sort of go, oh, I so want that youth spirit. Fucking creepy. I am are. so creepy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. There's lots of people joining us. Oh, no, there's people. Oh, hello. hello. Um, landmark life moments. Uh, I've got one finishing primary school. So do I. It's Jack and... I didn't know Jack and Jasper were in the same year. Yeah, he's in year six. Yeah. He's going into year seven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, no more primary school oh. shenanigans. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. High school shenanigans, and they're so much more interesting, let me tell you. Uh -huh. When those girls start sniffing around. Ooh, well, let me just tell you that, you know, Jasper, who, you know, hashtag the good one. Um, <laughs> the good one. Uh, yeah, I'm getting glimpses of, of him as a teenager, and wow. Yeah. I actually called him on it the other day, and I just went, listen, dude, that, that where you just were acting like you're 15, nah, nah. I don't get that behaviour. You can do that to anyone else, but not me. Yeah. And he just sort of side-eyed me and went, oh, okay. Yeah. Totally um, knew what he was doing. I shit. The thing I'm finding about interesting being the mother of a teenager is um, how everybody, it's everyone else's fault. Oh, of course. No. They don't take any They are the blame. most. They are the most slighted population <laughs> in the universe. No, don't forget. Forget indigenous populations. <laughs> forget, like, you know anyone the downtrodden the battle weary they're, they're more hard done by than the rohingya muslims at the moment i know i know mm. teenagers yeah it's everybody's fault but their own yeah it's not my fault yeah. i didn't mean to i didn't do it yes you did mm. yes you did because i spoke to the deputy principal about it <laughs> without going to too much information and don't bullshit a bullshit ass because mate i did it first I know. yeah but you were a square bear. oh god i was such you a, were yeah. a square but i was such a prefect Oh, my son is exactly like me. I can see the wheels in motion. I'm like, uh, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> I know that because I said the same lie. 
Um, and what does your mum think about all of that? Oh, she, she just laughs. It. Yeah, she, she just goes. She loves it. Yeah. I'll ring her again. And she'll go, oh, it's just desserts. Yeah. Keep telling me these things. And then she'll, she'll, she'll go, oh, I found some stuff from yours from high school. And bring it all in. And it's like. Oh we regret to inform you, <laughs> Kate has got a Saturday detention for X, Y, and Z. Because look at all the stuff you put me through. God. Mm. So we've got a situation at the moment where uh, Jasper does not want to go to our in-area high school, and I do not want him to go there. And um, the one that we do want him to go to has only in the last year um, introduced oh, new okay. regions or new, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so, um, whereas technically... And I believe legally, uh, if anyone on in our district wants to go to that school, they can. Um, anyway, let's just say that my letter writing has taken on a whole new level. We're at the... We're, we're, You're we're using all the big words, are I'm you? using all the big words. I'm using all the big words. Do you say disappointed and Oh, lots of disappointment. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. So can we oh, all just cross everything so that my son can go to the school he wants to go to? Uh, because I reckon these kids have enough grief navigating through high school and mm-hmm. puberty mm-hmm. without being somewhere that they don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when do you find that out? Oh, look, hopefully before the actual principal of the school we want him to go to actually puts out, you know, like a, some sort of AVO against me to, <laughs> so I stop contacting him. I swear to God, like he must be at a point of just like, I, I reckon he's actually probably already put like a, a little file. A block on my email address so that every time There's I... There's a little post-it note on your file. I've even started sending it from my work email address so that, you know, he won't just see it grown, roll his eyes and delete it. <laughs> anyway, so yes, so very exciting um, having a child finish school for, forever. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. Well, you've got two now. And, and of course, I just went, once it was over, I went, oh, thank fucking ever to do that again. No, you've got to do it twice more. Oh, two more. Like, I've got to do it two more. You had lots of babies. I had so many children. I was really foolish. And this is sort of the thing, don't you think, like, when people say to you, like, I wish someone had could have been privy into my brain of, you know, at, at any point, it, for anyone having children, going, I think I want another one. Like, it's not, don't think about the... Baby. Yeah, don't think about any of that. Think about... How many life. how many more nights do you want to spend wrangling a child to do school homework? Mm. And then they're going to get married and I'm not going to like the girl that he's going to get married oh, to. Yeah. I'm going to be that mother-in-law from hell because when you have boys, they go to the girl's family basically. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of lose them. Mm. Yes. Gosh, we're doomy gloomy, aren't we? <laughs> I'm not losing them. I have cunning plans. What are your it involves plans? lots of food. <laughs> And alcohol. Mummy wants to give you a drink now. I want you some special beer. Um, uh, cooking triumphs. Can I tell you? Yeah, because I, I just hate cooking. I, I so, ate a lot of food um, when I was in Thailand last week. Yeah, that food looked amazing. It was amazing. So tell us what you've been doing. So I had the whole family over. I can't, now, I can't remember. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. I can't remember if this was actually in the 10 minutes that we thought was recording it wasn't or mm-hmm. if it was actually more recent than that. So just bear with me. I had the whole family. I had 20 people over last Sunday to celebrate Felix finishing the HSC and Jasper turning 12. And so I did a whole massive feast, slow roasted pork shoulders in a Greek style, um, some chickens, and I made all my own dips. And 
And I, but I'm for dessert. What my plan was, was to make a meringue stack ode to the gay time ice cream. Because mm-hmm. you know how you can get, get the, the crumbs? sprinkles now, the sprinkles. yes. Um, there may be six cans in my house, but we're not talking about that. Um, so I made these meringue discs and then uh, I did a layer of vanilla ice cream, meringue, caramel ice cream, meringue, vanilla, meringue. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to cover it in this toffee cream that mm-hmm. I made. So is this going well for your... um, This was perfect for the the fuck off fat fest. Fuck off fat fest. And then going to be covered in the crumb. (laughs) So anyway, so I made the toffee cream, which was actually, you had to actually make the toffee and then add the cream and then you make it cold and then you whip it. Yeah. Sounds simple. And like, we're talking, because I had, it was so big, like it was big, I needed like, there was basically... Was it as big as my head? It was basically a litre and a half. It was like that. Mm. It was like, um, like, there was, I think, a litre and a half cream worth of stuff right okay moving so right along i'm whisking it it's taking ages so i went to get my phone to come back and do an insta story because it doesn't exist if i don't insta story it your insta it, stories are very good by and the way it curdled i curdled it 100 like a liter and a half of cream i just curdled the whole thing and luckily i was just like i, I don't know in a previous life i would have been the whole day was ruined and instead i was like i fucking curdled it okay let's just eat this mm. And everyone was like, thank God you didn't put that extra layer of cream yeah, and it fat and sugar in it. Yeah, it very rich. So, yeah, so it was a huge, yes, it was a huge, it was all a huge triumph. Awesome. You do love cooking. I do. And this is one of the reasons why this week has been so horrendous, apart from, you know, someone taking almost $3,000 out of my bank account, um, was, you know, I can't use my kitchen. And mm. the whole way I ground myself, like, every day is to bake something or cook something in my space. Do you know I was listening to um, Marion Keys has been on tour. Yes, do you know I've never read one of her books? Get out. No, never. Get out. No, no I'm seriously, I'm legitimately <laughs> leave my house. I always just thought oh, she was no. like chickwit. Isn't she just frou-frou chickwit? Oh, no, that's Maeve Blinchy. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> anyway, she <laughs> is... Super lovely. Um, and our friend, the Divine Miss M, got to yes. interview her on Sunrise. Um, and then she sent me all these photos of her and, and Marion, and they were best friends. And, like, anyway. Did, so, you, did you just – did you go into some sort of, like, you know, like celebrity fling-off and, like, send her back pictures of you and Celeste Barber? No, because I, I love Marion Keys and I was jealous. Yeah. And she um, – they held hands and she took a photo and sent it to me, them holding hands. Um, anyway, getting back to Marion Keys, she went through a really bad depression for Mm. a couple of years Mm. and you know how she pulled herself out of it? Baking. See? See? She pulled herself out of it by baking. Yeah. A friend was, it's her birthday. She'd never baked before and she said, I'll make you a cake. And then that became her part of her therapy. Mm. Baking. Yep. Maybe I should start baking. If I, um, you know, and I think, and really it's one of the reasons why this has just been so stressful for me this week is because mm. the kids have Vegan. been the kids have been taking like you know crackers to school for lunch like so my kids that any day they that's what i don't bake though and it's just like you can always bake in my kitchen love yeah but it's not mine okay <laughs> moving on anyway mum told me with great glee that you know the painter might be finished by thursday this is last night right when i was just ready to top myself and um, and I just was like, I just, 
what? Like, it's one room. Why is this taking so long? And, uh, and then she goes, that's only four days. And I'm like, what about Saturday and Sunday when I have 500 children here? Like, what and about those days? it's raining all weekend. And it's raining. Yeah, it's raining all weekend. I know. So I can't even put washing on and put it on the back veranda because the back veranda is like a hoarder's house with a little I think you need to. Tip. I think you need to hashtag so grateful something, dude, because you're coming off as a bit of a whinger. <laughs> You should be grateful that you have... What are you grateful about? Oh, my God. I'm grateful for so much. I'm grateful, I'm grateful that my back isn't fucked like my poor yes. husband. I am grateful that my boobs look spectacular in this shirt. I'm <laughs> grateful for a generous mum who, you know, otherwise I would be living under a bridge in, you know, I don't know, a shanty town somewhere. I'm um, super grateful for friends who rally. Friends who rally when the shit hit the fan this morning and, you know, a yeah. good girlfriend... Sensed that all was not well in Wig's world. And she's like, no, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And here's a coffee. And here's a coffee for you. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Beautiful friends. Um, My job, which is amazing and which I love, and, of course, I've had to be going into the office because all the computers are packed up because, you know, painting. Um, And we've moved floors. And my desk is now bigger. And we're right next to the window. So I get beautiful natural light. And it's a it's is sort it of better a bit for, of spacer. for you to do your Insta stories. Is it a better lighting situation? Yes, yes. Tell us about your obsession with Insta stories <gasps> because I was doing a live yesterday on Woog's World page, and someone brought them up about how you are the queen of Insta stories. <laughs> oh wow! I'm pretty happy about that. There you go. I feel blessed. Hashtags are blessed. <laughs> I just love it. I love it because it's just. That's how my brain operates, you know, is just, just things come into it and I just need to like offload them. <laughs> but it's that whole, it's what we all, when we all started blogging, it was that sense of community that, and that sense of. And that's missing now. I think that yeah. there's so many Instagrammers who have these beautiful curated feeds yeah, and yeah. all in the same color scheme. And I'm like, yeah. It, yeah it looks nice i know and nice. i just and this is it's so instant and it's so you know and um and i just and i love like when people comment and then we just have these whole little conversations, conversations. like off you <laughs> i love it when i'm doing a live or something like that and then people will start talking within it oh, i didn't know you watched this and this is my hairdresser and oh, like, you know, see see cool. it's do you know all of this comes back to me to this whole notion of not being alone of being part of a community and of, of each other having each other's back. Yeah. So I love telling something when it's hilarious and fun as much as I do when I just go, oh, my fucking God, I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm having a I'm shit, having a shit day. day. And like yesterday I was having a shit day and my friend Mrs. Goodman came over and I just finished my meditation on my, lying on my bed and I said, I just, I'm just having a really shitty day. And mm. she goes, yeah, you're allowed to have a shitty day. Yeah. She said, let's go and eat some dumplings. I went, mm, mm. let's do that. Again, yeah. a beautiful friend. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, I'm going to take the boys to see Thor tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ragnarok or whatever it is. I don't know. I've never even seen any of the Thor movies. Um, nah. But, you know, I just thought, let's all just go and do something together. Mm. And, you know, and they're going to their dad's tomorrow. And Rob's in Adelaide this weekend. So I've just got the day tomorrow to myself. What are you going to do? Um, 
I think I'm just going to mooch around and just poke you know, my head in some shops. I used to love the Sundays and... because I get the Sunday papers, but I can't read the Sunday papers anymore. No. Bullshit. They're terrible. You just can't read them. You can't You can't have anything to do with them. But that's them. what I used to love doing. Yeah, when they no, used to have really good just... investigative journalism stories and like... No, the Sunday papers never and... did that. It's always... No, the Sunday papers have always just been, you know, here, let's be frightened of these people now. Yeah, and like Carl Stefanovic, I don't want to see him oh, on the what? cover of... Like, I put up a photo a while ago. I saw that. Was there something going on about his marriage? And why does anyone care? Why do we care? This is my whole thing. I wrote this piece about why the news readers are now the news. Yeah. Where's yeah. the real news? Yeah. Hmm. Somebody's getting grumpy. <laughs> hey, do you know what's happening next week? What? Uh, COP23. I don't even know what that means. COP23 is when is the conference of participants, of conference of... Uh, Whatever's, um, you, I write about it every day. Um, so, so COP uh, twenty one was Paris when the Paris Agreement was reached. When everyone went, okay, we're going to re- we're going to set carbon targets. Mm-hmm. And so this is. Uh, then there was one last year that I meant it achieved stuff, but nothing is landmark. And this one's in Bonn. So next week, all the in, all the international environmental Bonn. people are um, heading to. Beck wants your address. I uh, know that. So I'm meeting Beck and Sharon, who are my friends from Mother's Group, mm-hmm. from when we had like Oscar. So oh, right. yeah, friends of almost twenty years. Because don't you do a Sunday session at your house? Yes. So that's with Marina and Bronwyn, and they're like, f- like the friends that I made through Jasper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they because I sort of, I sort of allow you know two new friends into my life per child. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's a complete lie. Like we've not... been friends since we were eighteen. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just, yeah. No, Marina and Marina and Bronwyn are just like kind, and they're my Sunday sesh girls where we have like well, martinis. I'm about this book, so you're going to have to... Oh, okay. We're talking Sunday. about uh, Michelle Laurie's book. I'm just going to quickly touch on it. I love her. I love her too. Oh, oh, oh. Let's ignore that. Um, okay, so I did get sent this. I get sent books, which is one of the glorious joys of my job. Hmm. Um, and occasionally I get sent one that I really like. <laughs> Oh, you've done one of those. Other, you showed me something the other week about something about not having mess in here. Oh, the two-minute moves thing. Okay, so this is Michelle Laurie's new book. Um, this is not a book about coping with unbelievable busyness. It's a book about making it stop. What if I told you that a lot of what keeps you unbelievably busy is not only pointless, but avoidable, nonsensical, and entirely driven by your own fears, insecurities, and ego? You'd probably want to slap me if you could find the time, right? This is so true because a lot of people I know, they, they fill up their their busyness yes with things that 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 aren't necessary yes yes Mm. this is that i agree with that Mm. Mm. it's very wobbly of you doing that i'm gonna make people vomit (laughs) um so you have to go back to the iphone one but it's a really bad angle just look at this like i look like a goanna i'm like kerry packer (laughs) (laughs) i suppose the get the good thing about sort of not having a chin and just generally being fat is i don't you see, I'm, my I'm, vagina chin is plump. I have a plump vagina chin. Look that at that. sounds really bad. That, that, that would be a good outtake, wouldn't it? That's um, that's early onset vagina neck. See? Oh, you just moisturise the fuck out of that. See? No, it's gobble, gobble. Um, anyway, <laughs> so this is out now, I do believe. Michelle Laurie is a great writer. She's just an all-round champion because she's just she's not a size 8. She's not like a talking blonde bob on the television. She yes. gets her opinion. She gets a fair amount of 
pushback. Um, she shows she's human, and she I like her because she is not afraid to be vulnerable. Hmm. That pretty much ticks all our boxes, mm. doesn't it? That's all the things I'm about. Yeah. Mm. Just, just no pretentiousness. Mm. Just a human. Just a good human. Hey, what colour do you think I should go next? Should I go back to just lemon? Lemon. No, I can go lemon and then the lemon glasses. Then I'll just be called, you know, <laughs> citrus. Um, oh, I could change my name to citrus. Citrus. Or limon. Citrus berry. Limon. Sounds like a fucking kombucha drink. I sort of thought I might do sort of turquoisey blue. Oh, why not? Hey, we've got quite a few people. Can we get a little love heart pew, 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 pew? If you are watching this live, because there is one of two things happening. You're either listening to this podcast yes. or you're watching us live on the interwebs. I know. How very meta. I know. Hey, We're I'm ahead of our time. We should start to think about wrapping this up because we are monologuing now. <laughs> hey, can I talk briefly about the getting shit done, though? Yes, but uh, could we have to talk about music? Uh, no. Oh, thank God. I'm still listening to Kesha, um, Miley and Pink. Like, the three of them, their latest albums. I'm just, I'm just got a playlist of the three of them and I'm just rocking it out. And you're also trying the sisterhood. to channel somebody. Oh, I don't know. This is just channeling, you know. It's pretty know. awesome, though. It's, like, quite... Apricot. It's gone a bit. It's gone a little apricotty. Mm-hmm. I'm not that happy about it. Actually, I haven't liked this. I haven't liked this round of color. I haven't felt it. I almost have gone back like twice to just go, just do something, and get rid of it. Uh, getting shit done. Right. Uh, getting the house. Uh, there's been a number of things that just eat away, like white ant at the back of my brain, mm-hmm. and I just reached a point where I went, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So. I've done like a list, like a little annotated tick off list on mm-hmm. my, in my um, phone's notes app, which I'm quite obsessed with. It's like me. I'm, I'm all about the post <laughs> of a post that's no, all over my no. house. I, mine is a neat annotated list on my phone. Alphabetized. That tick things off as they're done. I can see the I, don't, I like to rip these up when they're done. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm like, I'm. It's happening. There are start. It's really satisfying. Mm. Mm. The uh, commercial fridge that had been in my uh, garage since the ill-fated uh, food venture with my husband um, is now gone. Good. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't want it. Mm. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's already been one round of stuff that has gone to the tip. Mm-hmm. And the car's half full again for the next round. Mm-hmm. It's very satisfying. Awesome. So if you have those things that are niggling at you, just I write it down, get that shit out of your head, and then just go, right, let's just do it. <gasps> oh, can I tell you the one? Get your bloody hands oh, sorry, off my leg. touching a leg. Um, is I had in my house, it had just been stored like on a little windowsill tucked away like in a non-used corner. The Sharps container from when I had the pick line in when I hurt my back. Yeah. So it had been there for four years. Four years. A, c- a container that had like dead blood and needles and shit in it. So. <laughs> and I've made her gag. That means the podcast is coming to a close because it's just the only requirement every, every edition. Yeah. I went and visited um, her in the hospital when she did have that line thing put in. And yeah. And made me vomit. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, and so last night I drove to the hospital, which is about one point five kilometers from my house, 
that I basically live at. Like, I see the nurse. I see nursing staff. See, this is what she's doing. She's doing stupid things. Like, just chuck it in the bin. Yeah. Why did you have oh. to drive? To no, 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 because it's sharps and stuff. You have to, it's in a special yellow canister. It has to go in a special sharps contaminated goods, like, bin. You can't just chuck it. That would be irresponsible. Yes. And so I've probably been to that hospital like, I don't know, 15 times since 2013. But last night I went and it took less than a minute for me to park the car, walk to the special community bin thing, pop it in and go home. Get that shit out of your brain, out of your house and just I did, I did. I went through my cupboard and I did I stop at my cupboard, my cosmetics. (gasps) I got rid of half used dead creams <laughs> creams like and just so why? i did i did my wardrobe like a couple of months ago but of course in doing that i threw out all the really super da- super daggy old stuff but now so now i've got nothing like when i get home from work and i want to just throw on i don't <laughs> I don't have anything to That's put on. so sad. I have a whole drawer of what I call my comfies. Yeah. Which is my old grey t-shirts. Yeah. My old, like, grey trackies. You know, and I then just want to put on your cardi. You want to take your bath. I've always got my uggies on. Yeah. No. Like, I don't have anything now. I don't have, like, a daggy t-shirt. <laughs> my nasty woman. Anyway. Look, I think we've we talked about how good the girls look today. Yes, they're, they're amazing. Um, I think we've probably bought everyone enough oh my god this has been the hot flush we 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 sort of started off strong stumbled and fell because we realized that we'd run out of battery so a lot of good stuff has gone to god you can't remember what it was and um thank you for the people who've joined us for the live on um facebook on the hot if you're not a member of the hot flush facebook page you're really nobody i know what are you doing losers no that's not very nice but we would love to see there it is a closed group because people did have concerns that they were writing about perimenopausal problems yes. and that their employers were going to read it so we've changed that's a fair call but you know that's understandable okay kim well it's bye for me ciao from you and what do we say at the end of every episode mm, keep plucking keep plucking look i've even got the She's even got- <laughs> keep plucking keep plucking see you next time bye <laughs>